Just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to Talk To Me Tyler T. With the one and the only Tyler T. So today, man, I got a lot of content that I want to cover. Um, It's been a long, I feel like it's been a long time since I've hopped back on the pod. But um, I'm here now. I experienced a lot in these past few weeks. So um we just gonna get it we just gonna get it rolling, man. But um first and foremost I wanna say rest in peace to Juice World, man. Um we lost we lost another young dude, uh, another young talented artist, man. Chicago lost a good one. I send my condolences to his family and his friends, um, and his loved ones. Cause I know how hard that can be to see somebody one day and you know they're gone the next. And I also wanna say, man, Y'all got to leave these pills alone, dude. Like, I don't know what the cause of his death was. I just read an article on for Double uh, XL not too long ago, and it said that he consumed um, he consumed pills on the plane before uh, the cause of his before he was pronounced dead or whatever. But they don't know the cause of his death. They said an autopsy is supposed to be performed today, and um, they said they seized a bottle of codeine on the plane and like seventy pounds of marijuana. So, you know, whatever. But they also did say that he had a Percocet problem. So, man, these man-made drugs, like, y'all got to stay away from them, man. Like, they they doing our people in. And we are, black people are already going through so much as is. Not even just black people. But, I mean, you see Mac Miller, he, he passed um, he passed not too long ago um, for from a drug overdose. So, it's like, it's no, it's no good for you. Uh, but like I said, man, rest in peace. Uh, I send my condolences out to his friends and his family, and you know I just hope that this sheds light on you know what these drugs can actually do to you over time. He was twenty one years old, man. Like, nah, man. He still has so much life to live. But um, yeah. So the first thing that I wanted to that I wanted to get at was um, damn. What what did I? Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, boom. So I finished my internship um on Tuesday of last week. So finished my internship. And I know if y'all follow me on any social media, Twitter, Instagram, uh, if y'all have been listening to the show, y'all know how much I used to complain about that shit, bro. Like I used to complain so much, bro, and I said that I was gonna make a po- I was gonna record a podcast, and the segment on there was gonna be about how unpaid internships should be illegal, bro. Bro, they should be one hundred ten percent illegal. Nobody in this world, nobody should be working for free, bro. Like that should not be something mandatory that you have to do. Your work. And your labor deserves pay. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I don't care if you just sitting on your ass for eight hours a day and just watching the TV screen, like, you know, looking at a computer screen. Like, you're doing something that's helping that company, that's putting that company in a better position. And if they didn't have you, you know what I'm saying, they wouldn't be able to get that certain thing done. So you are you are of value. Your work is valuable. Your time is valuable. All that shit is valuable. So if you value yourself, you know what I'm saying? They should value you too. And they should pay you no matter what no matter if it's five dollars an hour, two dollars an hour, whatever. Like you should not work for free. And I hate that Texas State made a nigga do that shit because I was just like, damn, bro, like when I even when I got the internship, I was like, okay, 
You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be paid. I had already had that figured out in my mind. Like, all right, I'm going to just have to thug it. Like, I'm going to find a job, um, a little part-time job. That I'm going to be able to work on the weekend, uh, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. It didn't go like that. So, I ended up, man, and that shit was a struggle, bro. When I tell you that shit was a struggle, I was, I was doing DoorDash. I don't know if y'all heard of that, but it's kind of like Uber Eats, bro. You just go... People order food through the app. You pick up their order. You take it to them. Then you get paid, whatever. Like depending on how much the how much the food is and how much they want to tip you, whatever. So I'm doing that. Um, for I started my internship in August. Well, early September. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't end till like December. December the third. So I'm doing that up until up until like that, that that time or whatever. So that shit was tough, bro. Like every weekend. So I'm going to my internship Monday through Friday, um, 40 hours a week, uh, more or less, 40 hours a week. Um, and then Friday, I'm heading out. I'm shooting out to my dad's crib. My dad lives in Louisville, and I'm doing DoorDash Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just to make money to, like, have for the week type shit. Like, and it's really, like, I'm not even living, bro. I'm just maintaining in this hoe. And I was just talking to my partner the other day about how, like, People be calling other people broke. And it's just like, fam, like, in all honesty, like, being broke is a part of the process. Like, nobody is just born just with bread, fam. And, like, nobody just super young that's doing some shit or trying to get their life together really just has bread like that. Unless, for one, y'all parents giving it to y'all. Which, I mean, it's nothing wrong with your parents, you know, funding you because, shit, I want to be able to do that. I want to be the parent that's able to do that for my kids so my kids don't have to work. Two, shit, y'all out here scamming, jugging, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to call it. Three, you trapping, you selling weed, you selling drugs, whatever. Or four, and it, and sometimes it's women, bro. Women like, oh, I don't fuck with these broke-ass niggas. Like, I don't do this. I don't do that. And it's like, damn, like, what what are you doing that you not, bro, you... You stripping or you working at um you a bottle girl or you working at this, that, and the third, um, bombshells, whatever them whatever them clubs is, whatever. Not knocking anybody's hustle because shit, if that's how you get your paper, that's how you get your paper. But to shit on somebody else and look down on somebody else because they don't got it like you got it at this point in time and you think you are above them or whatever, like, that shit ain't cool. And it's like shit. God can humble you just like he gave you that job to, I mean, just like you got that job, you working at wherever you working, like he can take that shit away from you just as quick as you got it. But a lot of people don't see that shit like that. They like, damn, okay, I'm I'm making this money. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Oh, this nigga ain't got no money. Oh, this nigga broke. Oh, you a broke ass nigga. And I'm going to talk about you on all social media. Oh, if you broke, stay out of my DMs. Stay out of this. Stay out of that. It's like, all right, bitch, whatever. But anyway, yeah, so I mean, um, that shit was a struggle. Um, it's still a struggle because I'm in between jobs. Like, I haven't had a job since I graduated in August. So it's just like shit, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, and the job market is like very saturated right now. Um, I've applied to so many jobs and they hit me up. Like, they either be, they're either don't, they either don't hit me back or they're like, shit, um, we decided not to move forward with your application. Like, I fucking applied to Target. Um, for a seasonal position and i'm like okay bet like i'm gonna get this whole like i'm gonna be good i'm gonna have some money for the holidays wrong like a bitch i'm like damn and am I, am I not qualified to like 
work at Target, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I know in the end, God is going to have me. God is going to put me exactly where he wants me to be. But it's just that process that you have to go to go through. Like, fuck, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? What what the fuck is going on? So, um, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to give y'all the odds and ends of my internship. So if y'all know me, y'all know that I'm going to always look for a way to finesse something, bro. Like, it's always a way to finesse something unless you're being, you know, you're being micromanaged. Somebody is watching your every move. Like, it's always a way around some shit. And you got to have, you know, that mentality like, okay, how can I... How can I milk the system type shit? That's that's kind of how I think. Like, okay, how can I get around this shit? Because where there's a will, there's a way. You know what I'm saying? So it was a time. It was a point in time where, like, I first got there, I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna I'm start. I'm gonna get here on time. You know, to show them that I could be punctual. I'm gonna get here, and so my boss would get there. Um, well, I would I would get there at like eight, maybe eight thirty on some on a good day. Like majority of the time, that's when I was getting there. At least in the beginning. So I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get here eight eight thirty. And she she wouldn't come in till maybe ten, ten thirty, uh, eleven, sometimes twelve if she had like outside work to do. So I kinda just be there by myself until she hit me and was like, Hey, I need you to do this, um, I need you to do that, boom, boom, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, Okay, bet. So, you know, I, I interned there for roughly like I had to do four hundred and eighty hours, so that was roughly like three months. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So that first that first month I was on my P's and Q's, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I could I could really show her that like, okay, I'm I'm really about my business type shit. Then um it started coming to a point where like I had to go to she started she started to trust me a little more so she started to give me like some leeway she was she never really micromanaged me which which i like because i don't like for people to be over my shoulder when they you know got when they telling me something to do like if you give me a task like i can complete it i'm an independent worker like i know what i know what to do i know how to get shit done so anyway she um she would start to give me like little tasks like like it was these cooking classes that we had that i had to go to had to attend or whatever and she was like, oh, I need you to go to the cooking classes. Uh, the cooking classes were from like, um, they were like an hour long. And one of them was at, they were like at two different recreation centers. One of them was at a Tommy Allen Recreation Center and one of them was at Pleasant Oaks. So um, <clears throat> these are all for the city of Dallas. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So Tommy Allen, that shit wouldn't start until uh, about 10, 10, 30. So I live like 10, probably 15 minutes from Tommy Allen. So it wasn't it wasn't that far. So I was like, OK, I'm going to get up, you know, get up around eight, maybe seven thirty, make myself some breakfast, chill, watch a little uh, Shannon Sharp undisputed and shit. Then I'm going to get ready. And I'm going to go to, you know, what I'm saying I'm going to go to the cooking class. Post up at the cooking class, do what I need to do. Then I'm going to go back to the crib, uh, eat lunch, and then I'm going to head to the office. By the time I head to the office, I stay at the office for like two hours, and I'm, you know, I'm going back to the crib. So those were the days, like Tuesdays and Thursdays were pretty chill for me. And then it was was a point in time where my boss stopped coming to work on Friday, bro. Like Friday, she wouldn't even be there. So I'll pull up, and I'm just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like. Where are you type shit? But I didn't want to hit her and be like, hey, 
um, you know, what's what's good? Like, are you coming in? Because that's going to sound kind of weird because she's going to be like, oh, are you trying? You know, the first, I don't want her to think like, oh, he trying to leave. So I was just, you know, I would just thug it. If she wouldn't, if she wasn't there by like one, I'm like, or one thirty two, I'm like, all right, I'm gone. I'm finna bounce. So this happened for like a month, like consecutively. So I'm like, shit, like four or five Fridays. I'm like, man, okay. And then it was some, it was certain, t- it was, it was a, it was one Friday. I woke up and I'm like, bro, I'm not going to work, fam. I know she's not going to be here. I, I did everything that I had to do. Um, you know, just like, shit, I'm finna just do some, do some shit that I need to do. Like, fuck this internship. And by far, by far, this internship was the stupidest shit that I've had to do throughout my four years of college, bro. Like, the stupidest shit. Because it's just like, first of all, we had, it was like a class. So, even though I technically walked, like, I didn't get my, um, I still don't have my degree yet. Like, they're going to mail that hoe to me now because I completed my class or whatever, which was my internship. But, um... It, it was just so fucking dumb to me because I'm like, bro, I could have did this shit on my own. Like, I could have went out on my own and found an internship and put in the work and did this, that, and the third, whatever. So, it's like, you, you make this a requirement for us to graduate. And then, you don't, like, you don't know what our lives are like, fam. You don't know what our finances are like. You don't know what our home lives are like. Like, I was talking to one of the um one of the workers that that worked for the city of Dallas and Parks and Rec. And she said they had an intern and she slept in her car for like two and a half weeks. Cause she didn't have a place to live. I'm like, how is that shit? Okay, bro. Like why, like why are y'all okay with somebody doing that shit? And y'all don't want to, you know, help them out. Not even in the slightest bit. And that, that was my whole thing with, with the internship. It's just like, why is that shit so, why, like, why is this a, a requirement in order for me to graduate? Like, if I don't do this shit, I can't get my degree. You know what I'm saying? And then, it's just like, like I said before, you don't know our circumstances. You don't know what's going on, like, outside of our college lives. Nor do you probably care either. But it's just like, damn, I just felt that. I mean, I don't know, the, the, as, they, as adults say, the real world doesn't care about you and Ah, uh, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 whatever. But it's just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, that's just kind of fucked up to me how you make somebody put in all this work and all this time to really, like, I mean, I don't want to say you don't get anything out of it because you get, yeah, you get that satisfaction of, okay, I did this. And you, and if you, if you are a person who knows how to, has a way with words and knows how to talk to people. You make those connections and you meet different people um, and you just, you know, market yourself and create a name for yourself in the in the job world. But I mean, at the end of the day, I'm glad. I'm glad that I did the internship because I just had my like final evaluation um, with with my um, supervisor last week. And it was like a grade that she had to give me and tell me like, you know, tell my professor like, oh, okay, this, this is the type of intern Tyler was. He did this and did that. And I mean, obviously like I finessed a lot, but my supervisor didn't know that shit. But I mean, and of course she wasn't supposed to, but like, I'm kind of telling on myself now, but like I'm done. So it just, it really doesn't matter. But she didn't know that shit. So she was like, 
you know, I, you were always very punctual. You were very professional. Um, you were very well spoken. Um, if we asked you to do something, if I asked you to do something, you got it done. You know how to work independently. You know, pretty much just gassing me type shit. Which like I'm, you know, if I'm if I'm showing you that I can do some shit, like of course you are gonna gas me. You know what I'm saying? Like that. But that's just that, that's just the type of image that you gotta paint in people's faces. You know, especially especially white people, bro. Like you, white people already think like, oh. Uh, this nigga, like he, he ain't shit. Like uh, we gonna work his ass to death. Blah blah blah. He don't know shit or whatever. And that's one thing that I hate though. Like pe- when people try to downplay, like people try to downplay you or or what you got your degree in or your education. Like, bro, I got my degree in public health, fam. Um, niggas was like, and it was this one, it was this one dude at my job. He didn't go, he didn't go to, uh, he didn't go to college, but he had been working for the city of Dallas since he was like 18. So now he's damn near, he's like 40 plus. And so he has this super high up position. He damn near makes six figures, whatever, whatever. And, you know, they, people like that, when they're in those like high ranking positions, they try to shit on niggas that's below them, but they have like more credentials than them because they have like this top position or whatever. And it's like, nah, bro, you ain't finna do that shit. So of course I'm telling, he asking me also, what's your major? This, that, and the third. And I'm like, oh, it was public health. Um, you know, I go to, I'm going to grad school, um, in the spring semester, um, to get my, get my master's degree in, um, <clears throat> recreation event and sports management. So he was like, um, and it's like, bro, I got to understand, like, you you want to joke and shit, you want to make people laugh. And that's cool, because I'm all about joking, I'm all about having fun. But it's like, you got to know when to differentiate, when to differentiate, differentiate between, god damn, Tyler, uh, between, like, a serious moment and a joking moment type shit. And, like, nigga, we trying to be serious. He was like, well, uh, yeah, you went, we was, talk, we was talking about basketball or something. Uh, talking about Kimball, because I used to play basketball at Kimball, and he was like, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't go try to suit up. I'm like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? And then he was like, he was like, yeah, I was watching them the other day. I was like, uh, he was like, yeah, you got, and I was telling them, I'm like, man, these Kimball dude, these kids that go to Kimball, man, they just, you know what I'm saying? They just go, they just go to school, and if, if sports don't work out for them, like, they can barely get into college, because shit, they don't know shit. All they know is sports. And I was like, shit, yeah, I went to Kim. I mean, yeah, I hooped at Kimball, but, like, I I had brains type shit. Like, that's why I went to college. He was like, well, he was like, of course college was easy for you. You spent, uh, you spent all your four years taking physical education classes. I'm like, nigga, what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You you spent you didn't even fucking go to college, bro. Like you bar- you barely graduated high school. And I know the shit just because you got this uh you got this higher ranking position, I know the shit that you did doesn't compare to the shit that I did in college. And I know for a fact if you was in if you was in my shoe, you wouldn't be able to do that shit. So shut the fuck up trying to talk shit, bitch. But <laughs> let me let me not I didn't I didn't say that shit cuz you know, I didn't want to be disrespectful and I'm not I'm not that dude. But it's just like, damn, bro, like, I feel like niggas, people, people who make money or make more money than you or whatever, they try to, you know, they try to shit on you and just talk bad about you or t- or downplay what you or your accomplishments type shit. And it's like, nah, fam, like, we ain't we ain't rocking like that, bro. So like we not even we not even partners like that for you to just be you know trying to talk to me. I don't give a fuck if you the boss, if you this, if you that. Like we not even cool like that. But you know that's the workforce for you. You kind of just gotta let shit like 
roll off your back type shit. And that's one thing this internship taught me is how to how to deal with how to deal with people type shit. Um, I, I mean, I'm a people person. I like people, but it taught me how to deal with people that, you know, are defiant or don't always agree with you or, you know, they have a different say so or a different mindset than you do. Because it's like, damn, bro, like you did you really say that to me you know what i'm saying and you you just feel so you feel you feel like you are so superior to me that you can say that shit to me like nah fam it ain't it ain't like that because i guarantee if i put if I, if you spent if you spent a month in the classes that i took you'll be like what the fuck is this and nigga yeah that shit is that shit is for real so just because you just because you made it um you took you took a path that i didn't take like that don't mean that you can talk shit about me, bro. So I just want to set that record straight, weak ass nigga. But um, yeah. So um, and this as as I said, like dealing with people. So in the fucking cooking class, bro. Like man, I had to work with some. It was it was seniors in the cooking class. So I go to Pleasant Oaks, which is in the Grove, right by Bruden Bruden Bazaar. So I'm like, all right, um, you know. They have this company, the city of Dallas has this company that, that they order their food from to cook the recipes uh, for the cooking classes. So I get there and I, I'm the intern, bro. So I'm just supposed to be like the nigga that's helping. Like, oh, y'all need something? Okay, cool. Uh, y'all need me to do so Y'all need me to help help pass out food. Y'all need me to read the recipe. Y'all need me to do whatever. Like, I'm there to help type shit. You know, I'm there to contribute. I'm not there to do your job type shit. So... I walk in one day and they were like, you know, I always ask, like when I would go in, I was like, hey, um, do y'all need me to do anything? And so they were like, no, um, you're fine. You can just get um, get everybody to sign in and you can just wait for me to start the class. I'm like, all right, cool. I can do that. That ain't shit. So then the lady comes back out and she was like, well, we are missing some cucumbers um, from our recipe. Uh, can you go, can you go to the store and get some? I just need, we just need two. I'm like, all right. Like it's a, she was like, it's a 99 cent store, like right across the street. Um, you can go, you can go over there and they're two for a dollar. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Um, but I'm like, what do you want me to get them hoes with though? She was like, and she kind of looked at me crazy. Like, damn, you don't have a dollar. I'm like, even if I did have a dollar, like, I'm not finna spend my dollar on some shit that y'all supposed to fucking have. Like, are you stupid? Like, I'm the intern, bro. Like, y'all not finna, y'all shouldn't be uh making me use my money. I'm already using my gas that y'all are not uh compensate compensating me for. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, like I said before, y'all don't know how I'm getting money, bro. Y'all don't know how I'm getting paid. Y'all don't know if I'm a pimp. Y'all don't know if I'm out here uh. I'm out here being a sex worker. Y'all don't know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So, how how do y'all how do why do y'all just automatically think? Oh, he got money. He can go do it. Like, no, nah, baby girl, it don't work like that. And so I was like, oh, well, I don't I don't have any money to just be spending. Um, uh, I don't care if it's a dollar. I don't care if it's a penny. Like, boy, you crazy in a bitch. So then, um, this uh this lady ends up one of the one of the uh senior ladies in the class. Um, she ends up coming up to me and she gives me a dollar and like some change or whatever. She was like, yeah, I don't think that's right that they, that they tried to make you use your own money. So, you know, you, I'll, I'll help pay for it. Um, so just go get it. She was like, but that's not, that's not okay. They shouldn't be doing you like that. You sh- you need to tell, you need to tell somebody. 
So I was like, you know, thank you. I'm gl- I'm glad you noticed that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you see that. So, um, yeah, so I went to go to the little store, get it or whatever, and then I came back. And and then it was this other cooking class that I went to, man, that Tommy Allen, bro. It was this one mean-ass lady, bro. She was mean as fuck. Like, I'm like, bro, why are you so mean? Like, old people be bitter, bro. I'm like, damn, like, cheer up. Always, like, she. Ne- it was a healthy cooking class, so it was always healthy food. She never wanted to eat the healthy food. Every time that they would make something, she was like, oh, we need some pork chops with this. We need some tamale. I'm like, bro, you already unhealthy. Like, you barely can walk. You always talking about your blood pressure. You always talking about your cholesterol. Uh, When they when they did the little weigh-in to see how much weight you lost, you scared to get on the scale. But you want, you want to talk shit and you want to eat fried pork chops and shit all the time, like... You know, not to try to talk down on the lady, cause I know I'm gonna be old and shit too one day. But it's just like, damn, like at least at least attempt to to take care of yourself. At least try to better yourself. I know at your old age, you know you might you you probably just stuck in your ways and you really don't give a damn. But damn, at least make somebody think you care about that you that you trying that they're trying to help you type shit. So, I uh I was passing out food one day, and um. I asked her specifically, I said, would you like some? And she was like, no, I don't want that. Uh, I'm like, all right, cool. So I just give it to the other, I give it to everybody else at the table. And like, she had her friends at the table and they're enjoying it. So she was like, um, she was like, yeah, he didn't give me one. He just walked right past me and ignored me. I said, when I asked you, you said you didn't want one. She was like, no, you lying. I didn't say that. I'm like what are you are you serious right now and so so then the lady that works with them she was like just say okay and just give her one i'm like bro like i don't know why old people feel so entitled to like everything like they have like entitlement issues i guess because they feel like they're they're your elder or you you have you have to automatically have respect for them i'm like Fam, no, like you gotta give respect to get that shit. Like if you're not respecting me, I'm not finna respect you. I don't give a damn how old you are. Like fuck that shit. You're not finna be on no talking to me crazy and saying this and saying that. And I'm I'm trying to respect you. I'm yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I'm asking you this, asking you that. I'm trying to help you uh, do what you need to do. But then you want to talk to me crazy, girl. If you don't get your crazy ass on, but. I try, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm like, I'm, I try to. I wouldn't want my. I wouldn't want nobody treating my grandparents like that. Treating my, you know, I'm treating my grandma like that. Wouldn't want nobody to treat me crazy when I get old. But it's just like, damn, you don't just because you don't like some or just because you feel some type of way. You don't gotta be mean to people. You don't gotta be ugly like shit. But I used to have to deal with that shit all the time. And then, like I said, I used to have to deal with my fucking supervisor neglecting me on Friday. She wouldn't even hit a nigga up and be like, hey. Oh, I'm not gonna be in today, so you can just do this, you can do that. And it was a it was so much like running around that I had to do, um that she would make me do. It was just like, oh Tyler, I need you to be here. And I'm just like, bro, how do you fucking know that like I can be there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I I never understood that shit. It was just like, oh well he here every day, so I know he obviously gonna be here tomorrow or whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, fam, like, I don't understand. But, I mean, overall, um, 
it was a it was a good experience. Um, I know I just talked like really bad about them uh, for these past like 30 minutes, but um, it was some good that came out of it. Uh, For one, I made everybody was so willing to help. You know what I'm saying? Like I met a lot of people and I made so many connections like and I met a lot of black people that had the had similar goals that I had as well. So it was like, okay, like I can talk to these people and they can, you know, help me out. Like I helped with a bunch of projects um, that that the city of Dallas put on. Like I was like I was interning with the special events coordinator for the health and wellness department. So they were building their um, department from the ground up. So I helped construct a manual um, for the health and wellness department. I helped with like. They're trying to implement um, some like, I guess, like healthy days each month that they want to celebrate or tackle um, each month. So I help implement those. Um, I think they're called like health observances days or something like that. Um, I helped with what else did I do? Uh, Just different um, different wellness programs for the children. Um, that participate, that are, you know, members of the recreation centers throughout the city of Dallas. Uh, I had to attend a lot of meetings. And one thing that I will say is they didn't treat me like an intern. They didn't have me like doing little bullshit. Like, oh, I need you to go get some copies. I need you to get some coffee. Like they had me, you know, really, they, they just threw me right in with the wolves type shit. And they was like, shit, you got to find your way. But it was good because shit, it taught me it taught me how to survive type shit and it taught me how to stay afloat. Um and they they just treated me like like an employee, like an adult, like not, oh, okay, let me micromanage you, let me always be over your shoulder, see what you're doing, see if you're doing the right thing. It was like, okay, I'm gonna give you a task, I'm gonna give you a deadline, and shit, it's up to you to get it done. But like if you don't get it done, that's gonna affect me. And if it affect me, then that's going to affect the company type shit. And if it affect the company, then, like, everybody, you know, going to be fucked up. So it was like, shit. Like, I had to think about shit like that when I got given these different tasks. So it, it taught me a lot of discipline. Um, it taught me to to be more responsible. I feel like I was responsible, but I feel like it enhanced that skill. Um, it taught me to... One thing that my supervisor did say was she was like, don't always just be someone that follows directions and gets things done. She was like, learn how to leave your mark on um, places that you go. So um, not just, okay, you did a good job and you, you know, I'm gonna give you something else. You're going to do a good job. Like make yourself stand out, like make do something that somebody is going to remember you by. Like, oh, Tyler Towns? Like, I remember when he did this, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, okay. You know, I never thought about it like that. I was just like, shit, I'm just trying to do what I need to do and get the fuck out of here type shit. Um, but what else did it teach me? Um, it, it, it really gave me a glimpse of what, what the real world was like as well. Um, shit, nobody's going to coddle you, bro. Which I figured, like, nobody coddled me at my other jobs. Um, nobody is going to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do. It's just like, shit, I'm going to give you something. And 
you need you need to get this shit done. But that's one thing that I figured out like early on in my internship career was like I hated taking orders from people. Like I hated people. I hated when I hated that somebody else had the had authority over me, like and was able to tell me to do something because it really used to piss me off because my supervisor was a woman and I felt like she was kind of nitpicky about things. Like I would do something and I would do it like I would do it right. And she was just like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Or I think you need to change something up. And I'm just like, bro, it's right. Like this, I did exactly what you asked me to do. Like what the fuck more can I do? You know what I'm saying? And she, it, it would just be little shit like, oh, this doesn't sit right with me. And I'm just like, bro, like, you know, what What else do you want me to do? If you don't like it how I did it, why don't you do it? You know what I'm saying? And that shit just used to make me mad. So it used to be sometimes I used to and I used to just be sitting at the desk like, bro, like, get me the fuck out of here. And it would just be like task after task. But I mean, it was it was cool. Like I said, I, I learned I learned a lot about myself um, during those three months. And I figured out, you know, just how to, like I said, how to get shit done and how to work smarter and not harder. Um, because people, people will always like try to be in your ear and, you know, just, just say certain shit to you. And it's, you kind of like got to X that shit out, man. But it was this one chick though. This is a side note. It was this one lady. Like I used to walk in like, and it's the front desk and it was two like ladies that work at the front desk. And I used to say good morning to them every morning. And like one of the, the younger ladies, she always used to say like, oh, hey, good morning. But the older one, she just like was acting like a bitch and just didn't want to say shit. And I'm like, damn, like, you can't say good morning. Do you got a problem? But, you know, I just kept it pee and I just kept it cool and just, you know, I didn't I didn't think I didn't really take it personal or whatever. But I'm like, damn, like, you can't say good morning to a nigga. Like, is that that's how you feel? Like I'm, I'm here every fucking day. Like you gon, you gonna have to see me regardless if you want to or not. Like I'll, you, the least you could say is good morning. Like damn, but I mean fuck it. Like I don't gotta see her no more. So whatever. But uh, to anybody that is trying to, I was, I was my supervisor's first intern. So I, I feel like I took a lot of weight off of her shoulders. Um, because if I, I feel like if I wasn't there. Like she would have had to do a lot of shit that she wasn't. I mean, and I know like I know that she what's name. I know that she um was gonna get her work done. Like she she's good at what she does. I think she she has her master's in like kinesiology, and I forgot what she got her undergraduate degree in. But um, yeah, like so. I was just, me having that public health uh, background and knowing a little bit about fitness. Like I was able to, you know, bring those fresh ideas, that fresh mind. And I was pretty much like shit, her second brain type shit. So she was always asking me like, hey, Tyler, I'm doing this. So what do you think about this? And like, that's one thing that I really like. They always she always wanted my opinion on shit. It was never just, oh, he's just an intern. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Everywhere that she was, I was pretty much. And she exposed me like to a lot of different shit as far as like conferences and, you know, just how things how things work in her field and just a bunch of shit. So uh, some advice that I would give to anybody that's wanting to 
um, do an intern or even like intern for the city of Dallas. Like the city of Dallas pays, bro. That's one thing that they do. They do pay. But like, so when I apply, um, I had they gave me an offer letter like, okay, you're gonna be making twelve twenty one an hour. Um, but I was only gonna get paid for twenty hours a week. But I'm like, shit, that's better than nothing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I applied and I put that I had a high school. I mean, I put that I had a college degree on my application because I mean, technically I did. Like this, my internship was gonna be like my last class type shit. But since it's a job for the city. Uh, they they do like a strenuous background check, and I guess when they did the background check to see if I had like my college diploma or whatever, it was saying that you know oh you're still in school type shit, and they were like well you should have put that you um you just had a high school diploma, and I'm like why the fuck didn't y'all tell me that type shit? But I mean I obviously didn't ask, so I guess I can't blame them. But whatever. So they're like okay you have to wait thirty days to reapply. I'm like all right cool. So I wait 30 days, I apply, put in my application, and they were like, um, they were like, okay, you know, we're, um, we're processing your application, but the process usually takes like fucking six to eight weeks. I'm like, bro, by the time I finish, by the time that process happens, like, it's going to be time for me to, you know, be up out of here type shit. So, but I didn't say anything. I was just like, all right. So the, my boss was like, okay, yeah, let me check on your application status, blah, blah, blah. So she, she, uh, but never, never the fucking list. She tells me like, yeah, Tyler, um, you put in the application, but like, it's going to take, it's going to take longer than expected. So by the time the application process is like, you'll be done with the internship. So you're just going to have to finish your internship unpaid. So I was just like, oh my God, like that kind of, that kind of pissed me off. And it, it kind of like it, I was down for a little bit. I'm like, damn, bro, I'm really finna be like struggling. Like this internship was definitely like this period of my life still, like I graduated college in August, like it's December. So what's that? August, September, October, November, December. That's four months, bro. Four months I've been without a job. So this has, this has by far been the most humbling time in my life. Cause it's showing me like, damn bro, like regardless of, regardless of the circumstances, like you still got to keep going, bro. You still got to keep pushing. And yeah, I know you ain't like, I'm really, I'm really like waking up every day trying to figure out like, damn, how am I going to maintain type shit? You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm not really living type shit. Like I'm really just, you know, Waking up every day like, damn, okay, Tyler, you gotta you gotta get it. Gotta find a way to get a bag type shit. Find a way to make some money type shit, some legal money. Um and that shit is tough, bro. Like that shit is tough as hell. But I mean it I know it's something better coming for me um in the near future. Like I told myself I'ma have a job by February, bro. So it's December. I'm having I'ma have a job by February. So um that's one thing that I wanna tell like every college graduate, bro, like when you when you know that you're about to graduate college, like within those that that semester that you're supposed to graduate, like start applying to jobs like right then and there type shit or, you know, start making those connections. Like, OK, damn, um, I'm going to be needing a career um, when I graduate or whatever. I'm being just to start just a starting job because finding a job is hard as hell. And with with the time that I graduated, it's like shit. It was no jobs really open. So 
it was just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, like, just get in where you fit in type shit. And shit, that post-grad depression, bro, like, that shit is real. And you really just gotta find a way to stay afloat. Like, get you a hobby, you know, get you something that's gonna take your mind off of everything that's going on in the outside world because that shit will really bring you down if you let it. And it'll it'll fuck you up. You'll be like, damn, bro. Like, especially if you if you're involved in social media and you talking to your friends and your friends doing shit and you just kind of there, you just kind of like in a in a gray area. You like, damn, like when when is my turn going to come? Like, when am I going to be able to shit? OK, if I want to go Sunday, fun day, I can go Sunday, fun day and not have to worry about. Well, damn, I don't got no bread for the week type shit. Or if I want to, you know. If I want to buy myself a pair of jeans or buy myself an outfit, like, I can do that shit and not have to worry about, damn, how I'm going to put gas in my car or shit, how I'm going to get my oil changed next month. Like, just little shit like that. Or even if you want to shit, okay, I, I want to take a trip to, to Oregon and go sightseeing um, for three days. I can I can do, I can save money and I can do that. Like, it, it's just it's just so much shit that goes, that comes from, you know, being that goes from being a college student to being a college graduate because it's like shit, bro. You go from I think I'm grown to now, nigga, you really grown. Like, let's see what you let's see what you made of. And that shit is not for the week, bro. So you got you got to be strong minded with that shit. Um, That's that's one thing I will say. You got to you know, you got to be mentally tough type shit. You got to have poise and you have got to be patient as well, because Shit, shit just ain't gonna fall in your lap. Like you gotta be willing to, and the job, the job application process is draining for one. For two, the interview process is terrible, bro. Like that shit is so draining because it's like shit. Uh, you apply for a job and you waiting on them to hit you back. Like damn, okay, are they gonna hit me back? Majority of the time, that job ain't gonna hit you. So you just putting in application after application after application, and you like fuck. Then you get an interview. So then somebody tell you, oh, so yeah, you uh, we want you to come in for an interview. And it's like, all right, bet. I'm going to go in for the interview. So they tell you that on Monday. They tell you that on Monday. Your interview might be Wednesday or Thursday. So all three of them days, you thinking about that shit. Three, four of them days, you thinking like, damn, bro. Like, okay, I got an interview. I got to get ready. Like me, I'm like, damn, I got to get a fade. I got to put my suit in the cleaners. You know what I'm saying? I got to look presentable. Uh, I got to have this, have that. Um, damn, what if I can't answer a question that they asking me? Uh, I gotta, I really gotta try to be myself. But then again, I don't want to, you know, as a black man, you don't want to be too much of yourself because you got to get in first and then be yourself. Like, okay, damn, what kind of haircut am I going to get? Like, am I going to get the part on the side of my head? I know it's probably a bunch of white people in here. That's going to be asking, that's going to be looking at me. Uh, got to take my earrings out. Can't wear earrings in that hole. I don't want to wear cologne because somebody might not like my cologne. They might be allergic. Like, it's just so much shit that you have to go in, that you have to realize, and that you have to think about. And it's just like, damn. And then you go through the interview process, and then they hit you like, oh, yeah, we decided to move along with someone else. And it's just like, bro, like, what the fuck? It, it, it's, it's draining, like I said. Um, and it just takes a toll on you, but shit. You just got to know, like, you got to keep faith in God and you got to know that something, something better is going to, is going to come for you. Like God didn't put you through the four years of college or however many years you spent in college to not get a job or to, you know, just 
be working at Walmart for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? But where that job is going to come from, you really don't know. But, you know, God has something good in store for you. So you just got to keep on living, keep on waking up every day, like being hungry and being focused and being motivated and chasing that bag. Like, all right, man, like I'm going to get it regardless. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of when it's going to happen. So, um, some other advice I would give is to anybody that's, you know, about to, um, uh, walk across that stage or intern or whatever is to just, you know, reach out to different people that have already went through what you're about to go through or, or that are going through what you're about to go through because, um, it's, it's refreshing to hear other, to hear other people's experiences and to listen to what other people have to say and to hear like, what they went through and how they got through it. Um, what else can I say? I, I say if you're a spiritual or religious person, I say, you know, um, continue to be faithful in what you believe in um, and continue to like manifest your dreams. Like your tongue is very powerful. So the shit that you speak into the world, like that shit is that shit can really happen type shit. So if you like, you know what I'm saying? If you got a dream of owning your own store and selling your clothes or, you know, having your own boutique or having your own restaurant or whatever, like, speak that shit into existence. Like, tell yourself you're going to do that shit. Like, write that shit down so you can see that shit. Um, Constantly remind yourself, like, okay, I'm going to do this shit. And put forth an effort to doing it. Don't just be like, oh... Uh, I want to, I want to be a millionaire, but you don't got a millionaire mindset or you're not putting in millionaire work type shit. You can't be, a, you can't want, you can't say you want to be a millionaire and put in like $50,000 work. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to put in that million dollar work and that shit ain't going to take, that shit ain't going to happen overnight. It might take years. It's niggas that been, that been in the game doing whatever for 10 plus years and, and they just got on, you know what I'm saying? So like, but if you really want something and you're going to, if you really want something and you're going to push yourself to get that shit, it's going to happen for you. It may not happen when you want it to happen, but it's going to happen when it needs to happen type shit. So that's when that's that's the, uh, that's all the advice that I have to give. Um, I did want to touch on something else, though, bro. When um, this is this is like a whole nother subject, though, like outside of school, outside of college, outside of interning, bro, whatever. Bro, do not, women, do not invite men over your house if your house is not decorated, bro. And I know it's some niggas out there that just be going over a chick house like, oh, shit, if her bed clean, shit, her mouth clean, if she clean, I'm getting that ass and I'm leaving. No, like, it's a lot of niggas that's on that shit, but I'm not one of them, bro. I want to come in your crib, and I want you to be like, uh-uh, take them shoes off. You're not going to walk around my house with them shoes on. You've been walking outside. Yeah, baby, like, let me know something, sweet pea. Like, uh-uh, I need to see, I need to see some good-ass rugs in your shit. I need to see a, a good-ass TV stand, TV in your shit, good-ass couch with some throws on it, hoes, some pillows, uh, I need you to have some pictures on the wall, some mirrors, you know, mirror, mirrors make the house look bigger, baby. Like it make you look like you got a lot of space. Uh, what else I need to see? 
I need to smell some candles. And I love when you know, I love when women like coordinate their candle scents and they, you know, decorations with the holidays or with the season. Like it's going to be Christmas. So you got your Christmas tree decorated with your lights on. Uh, you got your presents under the tree. Even if they fake presents, you know, you, you got to you said you said in the aura, you got your ambiance going like. You know what I'm saying? You got, uh, it ain't no dishes in the sink when I come over. Like, what? Like, it's, it smell good. Uh, if I ask you to use your bathroom, like, your bathroom is clean. It ain't shit all over the place. Like, like, damn. Like, nobody wanna, nobody, like, I wouldn't invite, I wouldn't wanna, I wouldn't invite no girl over my crib and my shit was looking ass. Like, if she come in my room, she'd be like, oh, this nigga dirty. He got his drawers everywhere. Like, it's not like feeding corn chips in here. Like, no, like, it's dusty and shit. You got dust all on the fan, propellers and shit. Like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? You want to go over, you want to go over a girl, have, like, you don't have no rugs in your bathroom. Like, I don't want to walk in your bathroom with my feet cold. Not to say that I'm walking around barefoot because I'm going to have on some socks for surely. But it's just like, damn, baby, like, do better. Like, what? Like, come on, man. Nobody want to go, go over your crib and your shit is trash. Like, but I guess that's just me being raised around women who like to decorate. Like, my mom is, like, an interior designer type shit. Like, she decorates everything. It's always, she's always at Ross, Marshalls, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, oh, I got this. I'm going to put this up in the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom told me that the first, the first Places that you decorate in your crib are the kitchen and the bathroom because that's where you spend the most of your time. So you go in your kitchen, you know, you want to have your kitchen rugs. You want to have the little uh, the little plaques or whatever, the little letters in that hole that say home is where the heart is or whatever them little sayings be saying. And then, you know, in your bathroom, you have your little, your little decorative, decorative towels on the towel rack. Uh, you have you a couple of... Have you a vase or three in that hole? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, make sure you make sure you dusting. Make sure your tub is clean. Like, bro, nobody want to come in your crib and see the big ass ring around your tub. Get your little funky ass up and clean that shit. Like, but um, yeah, man, that, that, that's not that's not it. Like, I feel like as a woman, like that should be that should be a thing. Like, you should you should want to decorate. Even if it's just some, some, like some minimal shit, like the slightest bit, like okay, you got you got a mirror, you got a lamp, you your couch, you got a rug, um, and a plant or two or whatever, and you know it just look it just looks homey. Like nobody wants to come to somebody else's crib and they feel like I don't want to go to a girl's crib and feel like I'm in my partner house, cause it's like what like why 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 what is what am i doing here type shit but i mean a lot of niggas don't be on that shit because a lot of niggas just be like yeah bro i'm just trying to get that ass and like okay like that's cool like okay if you if you plan on getting that ass like that's cool i mean you niggas do shit like that you go over a girl crib just trying to fuck like all right that's cool i feel you type shit because i've done it before but it's like damn like girls don't think that niggas notice shit but girls always complain about, oh, well, niggas don't pay attention. So when we start paying attention, it's like, oh, damn, like, you got to get on your shit. Just like, bro, if y'all follow me on Instagram, like, y'all know I be making videos and shit. And y'all think I be being funny trying to make jokes. I do, but I also be serious. Like, bro, these lashes that y'all be wearing, fam, bro, 
I don't want to see no fucking lashes on your eyes that look like fucking elephant ears and you can't even open your eyes like when you open your eyes you can barely see bro because it looked like you got fucking window drapes on your shit like damn fool like you got bat wings over your eyes and you can't even see man i saw these lashes bro uh i was on instagram i was scrolling down my tail this girl had on these lashes that were so damn big i'm like bro how did you even put these hoes on? I know your eyelids is heavy. You got some muscular ass eyelids. And I know you can't lift weights with your eyelids. So how are these hoes sitting on your eyes so perfectly? Like, but her eyes were kind of big. So I'm like, shit, maybe, maybe she got a lot of testosterone in her eye meat or something. But anyway, bro, I'm like, damn, like, bro, it, it's nothing wrong with wearing lashes, bro. It's nothing wrong with you know, makeup, I, like, I, I'm cool with all of that shit, bro, but it's just, like, sometimes, like, I just be feeling like women be overdoing it, bro, and I know some women be feeling like other women be overdoing that shit, so it's, like, for one, y'all don't have no good friends, because y'all friends ain't telling y'all, hey, baby, uh, what, how girls be talking, bitch, what y'all be saying? Oh, bitch, them them are so cute. Y'all gotta stop lying to y'all friends, bro. Be like, bitch, like that's not that's not it, bro. You gotta you gotta get something new. Get go. And I know the lashes be having like weird names and shit. Like, uh, like I don't even I don't even, I can't even think of an example to say like these the these the Glenisha forty threes a forty three a's like or whatever them. Uh, what, these the glam, these the the body glam four C like girl take that shit off and put something else on. I seen a girl take up bro, bro. I seen a girl take off her lashes on uh on Instagram. Like I was watching her Instagram story. She took off her her fake lashes and I'm like, damn. No wonder you be wearing lashes. You don't got no motherfucking eyelash. Like her shit was bald. I'm like, damn. How did you even put them hoes on? Like, I, you, I thought you were supposed to, like, y'all be using glue and shit. Thought you were supposed to use the eyelash glue to put on your hair or whatever. I'm think, I think that eyelash, I think that lash was on her damn eyelid. Cause she didn't have no eyelashes, bro. I'm like, damn, you got the little bill on, you got the little bill going on with your eyelashes. You got no hair on your shit, bro. Like, and girls be like, Oh my God, I love your eyelashes. I wish I, I wish I had your eyelashes. I bet you do, cause you need them hoes. And if, and if we could trade, I don't think I'd trade you. But like, if I could help you, I really would. But man, that, that shit, bro. It, it, people just, y'all just gotta do better, bro. Like, I want, I love, I want to see women do better when it comes to shit like that. And it's not all women, but I want to see women do better. Like, girls be talking about our edge-ups and shit. Like, oh, your edge-up fucked up. Your haircut this. Your haircut that. We take that criticism. So, y'all gonna take this criticism about these lashes, bro. Because I'm fed up. I'm up to here with it. And I wish y'all could see me pointing up in the air. I'm I'm, I'm up to here. But, <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all gotta, bro. Y'all, y'all gotta do better, fam. For real. That shit ain't. That shit ain't cool. But, hey, man. That's all I have for y'all today. Um, yeah, y'all get at me on um, on Twitter. My Twitter is at Talk to Me Tyler T. Uh, y'all get at me on the gram. My Instagram is underscore T Town Seventeen. Um, 
Yeah, bro. And I appreciate y'all for listening. Y'all been rocking with me for for a minute now. And I'm going to keep pushing out this content. I'm going to keep keep being real. Keep saying what's on my mind. Keep making y'all laugh. Um, all that shit. So uh, I'm looking to do some more collaborations with people. So if you're interested in collabing with me, like reach out to me. We can make some shake. Um, and yeah, I want to give a shout out to... Um, who do I want to shout out to? I want to shout out to all the thick women, man. All the thick women with with thick thighs that gotta do that little, that gotta do that little jump when they put their jeans on. All the women that got that little, all the thick women that got that little pudge that um that we could lay on type shit when y'all want to rub our head. Um, and I want to, I also want to shout out to all the, all the women. Um. All the black, all the black grads, bro. Shout out to all the black grads. It's graduate, it's graduation season, so all the black grads is graduating. I seen, I see a lot of black people getting their master's degrees, man. Like, shout out to y'all, and hey, man, this talk to me, talk to T, and I'm signing out this thing.